Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to 15 Minutes with Lincoln. I am one of your two hosts, Timothy Robert Dunn, a common man in Chicago. And I am the other host, Abraham Lincoln, also a common man here in Chicago. And this is a political podcast that features uh, my take as a modern millennial and Abe, one of our great presidents. We've got that. Yeah, we're doing very well. We have that intro down. You notice how we didn't speak over each other. We didn't. We know our place in the intro. Right. And now, like, you would come across that, and with those three lines, maybe we could even do a little music underneath them. Oh, wow. Maybe, yeah. That might not be bad. That sounds pretty nice. But you know, you come in, you hear those three lines, you think, I know what this show's all about. You do. There's not a whole history of you kissing my girlfriend or other guests coming in and messing things up. This right. is a serious political podcast. We don't delve into what the afterlife is or no. how it works. Uh-uh. Seabiscuit wasn't on at one point talking about Great British Bake Off. Right. This is a serious political podcast. Very yeah. serious. Not that we didn't love Seabiscuit. Seabiscuit was great. We did. We did. Abe, how was your week? It was a good week. Uh, how was yours? You got me right as I was drinking LaCroix. Oh, you expected... Did you ask so you could drink, or did you expect me to go I was expecting low? you to expound on your week a little bit. Well, I was more. just going through the list, and it was all of things I'm not allowed to talk about. Oh, okay. All right. Like afterlife stuff? No, just various, you know, takes on the um, DC Cinematic Universe. Movie stuff that you don't want to be... Right, or my screenplay, which I'm just really stuck on. I get it. It's so much easier to bounce ideas off of someone, you know? Yeah. Have you thought about just getting, like, a writing partner or having someone take a look? Well, I don't want to share the credit with anyone. Oh, sure. Yeah. So if you got a partner, you'd have to... Yeah. Like when I had a law partner... Both names went on the law office. Same thing with a screenplay. Yeah. yeah. And I'm under a lot of pressure because people think I'm this great writer, mm-hmm. which I don't even know if I am. It, well, it's very different nowadays if you're trying to write like a big Hollywood studio movie. Yeah, you really have to write for the screen, which didn't exist. Right. And uh, I'm doing my best. Well, I'm sorry, buddy. I hope it hope, you know, turns no, around for you. I do, too. I'm doing all these writing exercises, mm. all these different... Kind of instructors who tell you to do different things. I've just been trying to listen to all of them. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, well, did you check out any of the debate? Oh, yeah, of course I did. Oh, you were asking rhetorically. Yeah. Do you remember that part in the debate last night where... Uh, where? Uh... Let me start by saying I only watched clips. Okay. Okay. But all right. Which part? There's this part where Mayor Pete was like accused Bernie of something and said something about... Um, this was before he said something about the 1960s liberation movement or whatever. And Bernie Sanders started saying, like, are you telling me it's not important to provide health care for all the citizens, to, to reduce inequality, to provide a living wage? And then Pete was like, well, if you're going to ask rhetorical questions, then maybe I should answer them. And it's like, well, Pete, you don't answer rhetorical questions, Mayor Pete. You, you, you're, they're asked for the sake of rhetoric. Yeah, he's asking because he we know what his answer is. Uh, Medicare for all who choose it. Right. Yeah. Did you see that part? Did I did not part? see that part. Anyway, it was driving me crazy. And then Pete kept doubling down, like if he's asking rhetorical questions, and he tried to like shout over Bernie Sanders, which is not a fight anyone's going to win. No, and that's what I think a lot of people are thinking will be interesting if it's Bernie and Trump. It'll just be two guys who aren't listening to one another, really. Oh, of course. Yeah. Just like this country is two groups <laughs> not listening to one another. Couldn't be more symbolic of our yeah. times. I would say the, the other thing is that I was taken aback on that note that uh, Bernie should have seen the attacks coming. Yeah. But he's the front runner now. 
And it seems like every week they tee off on somebody. It was Joe Biden. Bloomberg. Yeah. Yeah. And it was Bloomberg last time. Mm-hmm. And uh, he just uh, um, did not seem prepared for that. It would be one thing if he Bernie was Bernie wasn't? No, I don't think so. Mm. It'd be one thing if you could say, oh, he was just sticking to his same talking points that he always sticks to. But that's not what he did. He, he, he seemed slightly flustered and perturbed by the whole process. And he kind of, to me, it seemed as if he felt like his nomination was a formality at this point, and that everyone needed to drop out so they could stop doing this. Sure. Yeah. That's me reading into it. I, yeah. No, I get that. When I would have debates, they were much more, um, I mean, there were certainly spectacle back in the day when we would do these things. People came to, to see them. People would write about them afterwards. People did, in fact, cover them like they were some sporting event, they as you do now. They were longer, too, right? Yes, and they were also more prepared, and they were... Usually fewer people on the stage, and there just was not the shouting over each other. To me, it seems like you could fix this if you just turn people's microphones off, right? Like before they run over the the time, right? Allotted. Like say, like I, I'm not against that idea. Okay, see, I'm going to start talking about something, yeah. and you tell me my time is up when I get to a decent okay. point about it. We need to get all of the debris out of this river for internal improvements, and therefore we could increase commerce. And Mr. Then President, sudden, we could have these. The new routes of steamships. That's pretty through. good. And then we wouldn't need to... That's pretty good. See, I that... mean, I don't know. Wait, I still can't hear you. My headphones now. Oh. Oh, I'm back. There we go. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Is that going to pick up on the recording, or is that just going to pick up in our headphones? I don't know for sure. I think that it'll sound <laughs> like I'm talking far away from you. Folks, if that didn't pick up on the recording... Well, then the, that preserved its point. Yes, exactly. Just cut, let's cut their mics off. Right. I'm I'm all for this plan. I love this idea. I also got sick of everyone being like, come on, guys, let's stop this. And then as soon as they were yeah. cut off, they're like, well, I'm going over my time because I can't. Everyone acted like children. Um, yeah, I, I, I just have trouble watching these. Um, they're, they're tough to watch. Yeah. I, that's not because I don't think, you know, just about everyone. Yeah, I think, I guess everyone on that stage, I believe, would be a better president. I don't like Mike Bloomberg. Uh, I'm not particularly fond of Tom Steyer. Uh, you know, I don't have anything against Tom Steyer. I just don't get why he's running. So at this point, four years ago, there were fewer Republicans in the race, correct? Or no, there I are more Republicans. I don't know if that's true. I mean, there were, what, 17 Republicans all told? At one point. But I remember when it was just Ben Carson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jesus Christ. Marco Rubio. Ted Chris Cruz Christie, and uh, Jeb Bush well, and Donald Trump were like the final four. Oh, okay. Well, that would have been John Kasich. Oh, um, Ted oh yeah. Cruz. Kasich hung out, so he was in the five. It was five. of I them. I guess it would have been five. Yeah, the guys that still had money. Right. Yeah. And Kasich was just hanging on so he could have Ohio, his home state. Right. Yeah. And hoping for a brokered convention. Yeah. <laughs> I, which it may come down to, which would be a nightmare. Yeah, talk about more bad television. Yeah. I mean, unless other people drop out, you know, after Super Tuesday or something like that, which is totally possible because of just financial reasons. I have to say, um, there are a couple people on that stage I'm not, I never, I just dread every time they go to. Name them. Pete. Okay. Why? He is becoming more wooden as time goes on. As if he is (laughs) reverse Pinocchio becoming. (laughs) Less less of a real boy. Yeah. I don't know what's happening. It's very difficult. 
Yeah, he came out of the gate hot. He was like, I'm, you know, openly gay mayor. I speak a bunch of languages. And we were like, oh, that's pretty interesting. I can speak to Republicans. I did the bare minimum military service requirement. Come on. Hey, I don't think it's fair to criticize anyone for bare minimum military speaking service. Speaking from personal experience. <laughs> But don't you have to be if listen? I came back for the 19th if, century okay. to tell it how it is. You if have I to was going to join the military at this point, I would join the navy. You would do what because, he did, yes, because it's the most transparently safe. <laughs> You're going to be out of combat, well, yes. Just it's clear he did it so he could say I served. So I and he even said like I served so I yeah. could understand the perspectives. I would say two okay, things. Easy. I would say please, I want to join the navy and I can cook those. And then oh, please don't put me on a submarine. I'm scared of being underwater. Battleship cook, please. And I'd be fine. You wouldn't be claustrophobic on a battleship as well? No, no, I wouldn't have a problem with that. Are you sure? As long as I could go up to see the sun. Not often. No, I understand that. And you know that you're out in the middle of nowhere with nothing. But you've been on a I'm ship fi- before. I bet that's the thing. I've been on a cruise ship. And it didn't bother you? It didn't bother me. Interesting. I think Submarine it would, I would have a problem with. I think both would bother me. Interesting. I think they, I think they would bother me the same. Was there a winner, Abe? Anyone who didn't watch. Okay. So, uh, and Amy Klobuchar? Uh-huh. I'm done. Okay. I'm done with oh, her. Oh, I forgot about our list. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, she uh, repeats lines a lot, and uh, she's, she's a real politician. Hey, man. I, I, don't need, I don't need to... You don't like her? No, I just don't, I just don't like... It seems like she's pushing to borrow, like, an adjective, you know? Like, she's really pushing the lines. Oh, oh, I see. You know, like in Hamlet, when he gives the speech to all the players, like, remember, just on the tip of the tongue, don't push. She's throwing, she's uh, putting too much mustard on the ball. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. She needs that speech from Hamlet. Or she, You know, they don't need any of this. They, like I said, they've been overcoached, all of them. And then finally, Steyer. I mean, Pete and Amy, I just can't stand listening to them. And then okay. the Steyer guy, is, he's, like, so inoffensive. He's just invisible. What are you doing up there? I don't know what he's doing. Yeah. I guess he's promoting his new movie. He has a movie? Yeah. The Invisible Man? Up top. <laughs> up top. I'll give that one to you. Um, See, it's so much easier to come up with these things <laughs> when you're with somebody. When you're just riffing and you're not writing. When I sit down out. to try to write, oh, it's like I, I get just stare it, at the I'm cursor. Um, Abe, any, any last thoughts before we transition to our main topic for the Oh, that the was... Podcast? Yeah, that was there. Well, I don't know. I, or I, anyone I, else you, you also don't like. No, I mean, those three for yeah. sure could clear the field. Yeah. And it's interesting time for Elizabeth Warren. I know I've been critical of her in the past, but she did um, have this strong second place poll result. And she seems like she's really gaining steam after taking down Bloomberg and finished strong at the end of Nevada, even though most of the votes have been cast by the time that debate happened. So if anyone, she has a good reason to, to stay in the race yeah. to see if this is really going to pan out. She's certainly getting better at dunking on people. Yes. That she has gotten great at. Right. Yeah. I would just be weary, uh, or wary. I'm weary of the process. (laughs) But I would be wary of any time political pundits say, oh, this is the person the other side doesn't want to see. Right. Um, Or this is lights out for this candidate. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Everyone thought Donald Trump was going to be easy. Sure, when he criticized John McCain or the Access Hollywood tape or... Um, criticize the Gold Star family. Or it just nothing matters. Or the, the reporter with disabilities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or the Muslim ban. Yeah. Yeah, anyway. So the main topic, uh, back to the president. You know, right next to you are uh, a package of, uh, what are those, lens cleansing wipes? 
then some Lysol and some paper towels. And that's a great transition into the coronavirus. Abe, what do you know about uh, pandemics? So nothing. Okay. Because, you know, in the mid-19th century, we didn't even understand what... um, Like basic sanitation. What do you call them? Germs. Germs. How? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We've been doing this podcast for how long? Like four years, and I haven't explained germs to you? No. We've... We've done, like, many episodes about the Sith and the Sith Empire. Right. Have you ever heard the tale of Darth Plagueis the Wise? <laughs> but I've never... We, okay, so I haven't covered germs with you? No, I, no. I know they have something to do with however, or whatever we have a podcast guest. Okay. They come by and you guys hug or you shake hands or something. After they leave, you always put the pure... Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it depends, yeah, but anyways. The Gemex, what is it called? Um, there's a number of products you can use. And I'm like, oh, what's that about? <laughs> so then sometimes I'll do it too. Oh, okay. But I don't know what it is. Um, so th- there's this disease called the, you know about diseases. You must have had them during the war. Yeah, we had diseases. Well, yeah. yeah, of course, but we had sicknesses. Right. And we knew of pestilence. Sure. But I mean. I mean, you guys, uh, and I don't want to, uh, you know, paint you in like a negative light or anything, but back during wartime, during your time, you guys would poop in a river and then drink from the same river. That yeah. was a common practice. Yeah, you wouldn't. Yeah. Yeah. Or, you know, we had doctors, and they would... Um, they would saw your limbs off if you got shot. Right, or yeah. they would they dig their hands in to get the bullet out, and they right. would go in somebody else and dig the hands in. <laughs> then you have your guts and their guts all, all mixed up. Yeah, right? yeah. And then they'd go deliver a baby, and then they'd stick their hands in. Stick their hands in somewhere else. Yeah. You never wanted to... Sure. I mean, Doctors had dirty hands. So over time, we found that um, you can uh, prevent a great number of, and this is different from viruses, but you can prevent a a great number of infections. Uh, If you just wash your hands, you just uh, raise the temperature of your skin or uh, just, you know, um, boil sheets uh, to just kill the bacteria uh, on them or on your hand. So washing hands using, uh, you know, Purell, that uh, can help to kill viruses and bacteria on your hands. It would spread to other people. Or if you just have it on your hands and you put it in your face or mouth, then you can get a virus that way. Oh, no. Yeah, so that's... So what's the problem with pooping in a river? <laughs> the, problem with, the problem with pooping in a river is that... No, I mean, number one, it's disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> I think you know that. I number mean, I two, prefer having these toilets. These are great. Number two, um, you are putting more and more bacteria into water that you are then drinking again. Bacteria. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's one way to get it. We're talking about a, a virus today, the coronavirus, and it has spread outside of China, which I, there were like, there were a few days there last week where I was like, oh, I think we maybe heard the last of coronavirus. Maybe China through Not their- Not if the lamestream media has its way. That's going to be content churned for months. Of course. Uh, uh, I I really thought maybe China's crazy authoritarian like stranglehold on their own people allowed them to truly quarantine the virus. Doesn't seem like it because we're now seeing it in Italy, in Korea, in Iran, uh, and a few other places in the European. Well, China United. has had a long history of trying to keep things within its border. You know, I was president. A third of the world's wealth was in China. I did not know that. Yeah. But then, of course, things get out. Like, there used to be a time where peaches, they were only in China. Oh. Hmm. Yeah, a lot of fruits started in China, honestly. Kiwis, they started in China. Oh. 
Anyway, but like peaches, it seems like coronavirus has now spread. Yeah. Um, so now uh, the CDC is saying it's not a matter of if, but a matter of when it shows up within U.S. borders. Okay. Um, and when that happens, uh, the U.S. doesn't have the same kind of uh, quarantine, let's say, authority that China has, where it can just roll troops into an area and say, no one leave this area. Uh, hello? <laughs> Things things have changed since your timing. No, the public safety requires it at times. I guess, but that's not a good look in an election year. Do you think so? Oh, the the election. There's well, an. Wait a second. I got reelected doing this. <laughs> yes. It was just a very different time. Um. By the way, I'm a I'm a fan of of I'm a fan. I I think quarantines are good and effective. It bought us time, at least. China's did. Seemed like they went too far. I think a lot of people would agree. It may have been used as a way to uh, round up dissidents. Point being, um, if it hits, let's say... Wouldn't know anything about that either. If it hits New York, um, we just have such... There's two problems. We have uh, such freedom of movement in this country that it's going to spread everywhere. Yeah, amen, brother. And number two the sort of um, period in which you can infect people but not really show symptoms uh, is anywhere up from like a week to two weeks. Oh, wow. Yeah. So how do we see this thing? Um, we need to create more diagnostic tests. It seems like that's one of the CDC's big things. Diagnostic to do. tests. Yes. Can we, can we get these on like our phones? I don't, uh, let me be clear. You and I don't need diagnostic tests. The thing that you and I can do is wash our hands. Some disgusting guest comes in here, you hug them, you shake their hand, whatever. Then you Purell and then you wash your hands. You Purell uh, and wash your yeah, hands? Yeah, if you want to. Um, and also, depending on your workplace, you might have to work from home. You might have to telecommute, depending. Like, if you're sick, you should just not be in the office. So you won't spread spread it to other people, right? Okay. So let me get this straight. It, it's So it's like a thing that spread from Person to person through contact. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And Wh- what are you thinking? No, it's not. This just this is just a lot to take in. Yeah, I get that. I mean, when's the last time we really cleaned this table? The, I mean, this table. It's been you know, it's been a few months. I think since we're gonna we, need to put Purell on all of this stuff. Well, we don't need to cover surfaces in Purell. Well, how we? It kills. It kills the bacteria. Uh, it does kill, kill the bacteria. Then uh, let's put the Purell on this, everything. I, again, it's not inside our borders yet, so you don't necessarily have to worry about that. Oh, yeah, but we should be, we should be preemptive. Absolutely. Absolutely fair. Oh, man. <laughs> so there's also an, another factor. Oh, sweet heaven. It's going to slow down the U.S. economy. What? Uh, yeah, so like with uh, countries closing their borders, that means products can't get oh. out. Oh, and if products can't get out, that means that supply chains Well, are... we grow our own peaches now. I mean, so we're okay. <laughs> yeah. But, like, microchips and, like, things that are made at low cost in China... Oh, no. ...are going to affect a fair amount of companies. Here. Okay. All right. This is a serious... This is serious. Abe, there's What's a... the president doing about this? Well, uh, we don't really know... I would say this. We don't need to panic yet. It just looked like you were panicking a little bit there. Okay. Yeah, just, feel just like, relax. I just feel like I'm on a ship in the middle of the ocean. Nothing nearby. You're making burgers for the rest of your no, fellow... I'm, I'm surrounded oh, by things that could kill me that I can't oh, even I gotcha. see. 
bacteria. I thought we were doing my naval fantasy. Okay, gotcha. Uh, oh, I don't want to hear about anyone's naval fantasies. Uh, but basically, um, let me say one other thing. My mother works in public health in uh, Minnesota, and she normally, like, when I send her things about this, uh, you know, pandemics or whatever, she'll be like, ah, not a big deal. This time she was like, yeah, I don't know yet. The other day I oh, said, no. can you let me know when I should start? This is a direct text. Can you let me know when I should start buying any kind of coronavirus supplies? She said, basically just have food and any prescription meds available in case you would need to stay home and telework for a week or two, because that could happen. What? Well, Timothy, we don't have nearly enough food in here. You don't, you don't live here. Well, I could be stuck here if okay. the virus hits. Could be one to two weeks, maybe more. Yeah. And what are the symptoms of coronavirus? The symptoms of coronavirus are like similar to like a flu or a cold. It's uh, a respiratory disease. So oh, you'll respiratory. Get coughing and sneezing. <laughs> okay, you are having phantom <laughs> symptoms now. Yeah, I'm coughing already. You are having what's called med student disease, where they learn about a new disease and then they just uh, create wow. symptoms. I think I'm gonna sneeze. Oh yeah, I feel it coming on, Timothy. Abe, we're on lockdown. 14 days at least. 14 days? Denise Dunn is a saint. I look, I know Denise Dunn is a saint, but I just feel like you're overreacting a little bit. I don't feel like we're I don't feel like we're reacting at all. We're going to Amazon Prime, a, we're going to get a bunch of food <laughs> delivered and a bunch of the Perelf. Um first off, to our listeners, I just want to say don't panic, but Abe, any last thoughts on the coronavirus before I try and talk you down from ordering like MR MREs or whatever? No, but that's a good idea. Um, no, I, I can uh, just go to the grocery store. No, I can't. I could spread this to somebody else. Okay. (sighs) Uh, folks, if you have any questions about the coronavirus or ask me, I'm patient zero of the United States. Please. If we go to the grocery store later, please don't call yourself patient zero. Okay. I I just, I just feel like you're going to start a fair amount of panic in this country. And I just, I don't want to be around you. I need to do it. Well, I need one of those masks. You don't need one of the... The yeah. medical people need the masks. No, like you don't the, need the mask. Like a mask like Deadpool has, where people can't see my face. Once the moisture gets into the mask, you're just still spreading germs. No, I know, but I don't want people to know it's me. If you have questions about the coronavirus, email us at 15minuteswithlincoln at gmail.com. That's numerical. One, five minutes with Lincoln at gmail.com. I'll forward your questions on to my mother. We'll see what we can do. I just don't want to... People think highly of me, and I don't want to lose my spot on uh-huh. the Rush Mountain, so... Yeah. You also get um, a fever like above 100 degrees, and you get um, intestinal problems and stuff like that. Sounds so. like this is awful. Yeah. This, well, intestinal problems, we had those like four days a week. Because of the drinking the poop water? Oh. Folks, we'll see you next time on 15 Minutes with Lincoln.